The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Here we go. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pro. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro, and today with me on the phone, I have Montrell with Brown's Lawn and Order. How's it going, Montrell? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, good. Thanks for coming on the show. I know it's been a little while since we've met up in any capacity, whether whether it be uh, just ta- you know catching up or trying to get this podcast together as well. We've been trying to coordinate this with our, our busy schedules, so... Why don't we go to the backstory for those who don't who've never heard of you and don't know? You're right here, local in the Richmond, Virginia area, uh, or at least that's where you service, correct? Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and give everybody yeah. the, the the backstory um, of where you know who you are, where, you know your company, uh, the services you offer, and, and and where where you started, like how you even got into all this, so we can kind of get get everyone caught up to speed on that, and then we can kind of go from there. Hey, how y'all doing? My name is Montreal Brown. My company is Brown's Lawn and Order. And I'm out of Richmond, Virginia, and I'm actually from Richmond, Virginia, the south side. We've been in Richmond all my life, and we're basically a lawn care company to service lawn maintenance, mulching, tree trimming, shrub trimming, and aeration and leaf removal. Awesome. How, how long have you been doing this for? I actually got started in 2012. With my girlfriend, I was just, I was working at Food Line and I was telling them my girlfriend was talking and that's, and she actually came up with the name Brown's Lawn in Order and that's when I got it. I went to get my license and everything in 2012, but mm-hmm. 2015, I was working Food Line 2015. I quit in December. And then I've just been going since then, full time since 2015. Mm-hmm. So from like 2012, 2015, you were just kind of figuring things out and kind of yeah. dabbling yeah. in a little bit, building it up. Yeah, yeah. During that time, every every year, 2012, I started. I had a yard, but where I was buying my lawnmowers and equipment from, it a breakdown on me on the job. So I see, forget it. I quit and start again next year. And then I did that for two years, and I forgot who I ran across and told me about land um, STI with the commercial equipment. Right. And I got so I um through 2012 to 2015 I was cut by no 2014 I stopped and I said I, I, I stopped. I, once my equipment broke, it was on a nice yard. I was doing burns. I'm like, I'm going to just stop. I'm going to save my money this whole year. And I'm going to go buy me a real lawnmower. That's all. I just kept saying I'm going to buy a real lawnmower because I was buying it from a guy across the street and break down on my every job. Mm-hmm. So when I quit my job in 2000, December 2014, I saved the money. I brought a, um, the Toro Commercial 30-inch. I saved up $2,000. And I brought that machine. 
and then we just I, I built from that one machine from 2015. Nice. What what was what was the main reason why you got into lawn care? You know, when you like to leave Food Lion and get into lawn care, what what were some of the thinking about that? Oh, uh-uh. just working at Food Lion, working so hard, and then my grocery manager. I was in the meat department, and the grocery manager he'll come in and close every night, and I was on a closing in the meat department from eleven to seven every day. So we talked a lot, and he used to always come to work saying he tired. I'm like, how you tired? Like he he like. I got a side business. I cut grass and blah, blah. I'm like, so you the manager? Why you need a second job? And then he like, shoot, I make a dollar a minute. So I'm like, a dollar a minute? That's sixty dollars an hour. And um, I just got fed up one day and I tried it. And my first customer, it took me like forty minutes. So I told him forty dollars, and he's like, no, nah, that ain't right. I'm gonna give you sixty dollars. So oh, I wow. say sixty times. So I say sixty times. Times eight, so it was sixty. If I do that for eight hours, that's four hundred dollars a day, and that was what I was making in two weeks. At so, food line, and then I try. Yeah, I was making four hundred dollars every two weeks at food line. I said I can't make four hundred dollars in a day, and then it just I tried it, and it just kept like, oh, this possible, and it just kept going, and I just kept looking at the numbers, and the numbers were making sense, so I just kept going with it. Wow. Yeah, and you haven't looked back since, I'm I'm guessing, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't looked back since. And um recent like actually yesterday my manager that my market manager at Food Line, I'm actually I actually gotta go off to his house this week to get my estimate. But that's the only time I look back when they call and want me to do something for them at their yard. Yeah, that's cool. That's kind of yeah. like full circle. You know, you're 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 over there doing different stuff for for people yeah. in your past that you were either working for or with, and it's kind of a, yeah. a unique feeling, right? Yeah, yeah. There's no looking back. Yeah. So what what kind of so now now back to or onto what what I know you know of your story and and you and everything and and for those of you listening in uh, this is the first time you've even heard heard of Montreal and, and any bit of his story I'm I'm pretty confident of it unless you already watched my YouTube video back in the day probably like 2018 I think it was so a few years ago it's 2020 now for perspective um, we did a get to know the pro episode where I went over to where he lived at the time so he moved so we're gonna get into the, the part of the catch-up story here but um if you want a kind of a visual of you know obviously what what montreal you know looks like his business and uh you know some of equip his equipment and just diving more in depth of his backstory like he kind of you know gave a, a good summary right now but we kind of dove in different things here and there a little bit more at that time but since then um things have changed and and he and progressed as well so like for one thing he doesn't live in that same place anymore so uh, you can you can go on my youtube channel at lcr and check out that video on the get to know the pro playlist and and watch that and then this will make a little it'll make a little more sense when we kind of get caught up to speed and see where we've gone from there since 2018 uh, on this episode of the LCR Media podcast. So so let's let's start there Montreal. You um you, you lived like an apartment right over behind Costco. I remember it was a nice little place and you had all your stuff in storage. Yeah. yeah. Which is a yeah, nice so little I, setup. I, yeah. I, I kind of missed that um, storage. <laughs> right, exactly. You had a nice little storage right there on the same yeah. property that you were at. Yeah. So, so but, um, but I feel like you probably outgrew that anyway. Even if you were still staying there, you probably would have outgrown oh, yeah. that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, so I, we brought a house in 2018. 
So like and shortly we met, after we met, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we brought a house in that summer and um over Mechanicsville, off of Mechanicsville. Okay. So I'm deep in Mechanicsville now. And okay. um and we still doing our same commercial contracts with the city. Mm-hmm. It's the same nine properties. And so now we're big we're big um so now we're getting into residential more. But we still gonna keep the the commercial. It's kinda like we ready to break down and rebuild it back up. Yeah. But mostly but mainly um I'm breaking down I'm not breaking down like the services or what type of work we're doing. I'm actually breaking down myself and taking off the hits and um to build a team. And um it's just mainly myself as in getting the office. We got a full office now. I'm not in the truck no more. My brother, he he taking care of the truck. So I'm just a salesman and just the network and just to keep building the company. Awesome. So just kind of putting stuff in, putting pieces in place like a machine, a well oil machine to just keep going. For sure. Yeah, I remember back mm-hmm. then you were saying that you had a lot of commercial, but you wanted to start getting into some residential. And um, yeah. so, so, I mean, I guess in the last two and a half, three years, that's what you've been kind of working towards, uh, b- building into that? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, still building into I I like residential better. It's more, I feel it's, it's more loyal into right. the residential than commercial. Right. But commercial is good, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think I've yeah. always said it's good so, to have a good blend, you know, like don't put all your eggs yeah. in the basket. I mean, there's a yeah. place for both, but I mean, I feel like it's a little more risky if you, if you just go all commercial versus all yeah. residential. If you do all residential, yeah. like, like, well, I have like one commercial property, but I mean, basically like me, like until recently, all I ever did was residential and residential, I feel, I feel yeah. like that's a little bit safer than all commercial because typically you know most like one commercial account whether it be a small little like bank or something or something big it's still you're going to lose more if you lose that one commercial account even the smallest commercial account is probably going to be more than than you know your average residential account so so my point is if you lose one commercial account it's it's kind of more devastating of a blow for your business versus losing a random you know house here and there a random residential property that it's like a dime a dozen mm. people are calling you all day every day and you know they come yeah. and go you, you know you pick up you lose two or three you pick up five or six like it's just like a back and forth ebb and flow with yeah. residential um, because they're moving or their kids grow up and start mowing you know there's all different ver- reasons why the people come and go but they can't afford it anymore or whatever but i always feel yeah. like if anything if you're not going to do all residential then you know do a little blend of the two uh, the big massive companies they kind of have no choice i guess but they have all commercial someone's got to take care of yeah, all that stuff. Overhead. yeah yeah and, and i get that but for us smaller guys I, i've always just tried my opinion anyway has always been a blend yeah. of the two is probably good just so that you have some yeah. flexibility and you're not kind of setting yourself up for uh, you know, any kind of failures there or stressful times when you lose a couple of commercial yeah. accounts and you're like, oh man, we're down like 50% revenue now, you know? Yeah. So, um, but it definitely keeps your guys working all year round. There's a lot of pro, like, uh, like I said, a lot of pros to commercial accounts and stuff like that in addition to the cons. But so you, so you're right. trying to, you've been, I know you were talking, we talked about that a lot too back then. And so you're still trying to go get, get more into residential. So do you have, have you acquired a bunch of residential since then and dialed back commercial or you still have the same commercial? We have the same commercial 
And with the residential, it's been on and off. But this year, we're going full residential and full commercial. Mm-hmm. So, at, um, but the thing was, I've always been trying, but I went all the hits. So it was, it's kind of hard while you're wearing all the hats. So you can't do one thing good. I think that's my opinion. So, so, um, I think this year could be a good year. Cause I have this, like last year, the whole last year, it was like a trial and it went on pretty good. We did pretty good last year with the COVID that was kind of, couldn't do nothing about that. But other than that, last year we went pretty good. And, and then we got a software too. So we use really using the software, and that's happening on a lot too. So we have I I have more space for myself to really go out there and and go and get more customers. It was hard previous years because I'm trying to do the work, I'm trying to train the guys too, and I'm trying to take care of the office work. And it was just getting too unorganized and too frustrating. It would get stressful, get overwhelming, and um. So I felt it's best to get help. I can't do it by myself no more. So the company outgrew myself. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, so how many guys do you have working for you now? I have five. Five. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, all. Yeah, five guys working for me. Yeah. I know over the last few years, you know, you, you know, we've had different conversations about that employees and, you know, if, um, you know, you'd have certain, a certain day, day for office day and things like that. So yeah. def- definitely seeing that growth there. And I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be on a similar track myself. You know, my goal is always to, to have, yeah. to have a couple of crews, you know, so far I've, I've just had one good solid crew with, uh, you know, yeah. the employees kind of, you know, revolving, you know, as it is in this industry, it's not always the easiest thing to find and keep the best employees, but I feel like I have a couple of good part-time guys right now. So hopefully I can keep building yeah. off of that. And, you know, my, my thing is, is no matter how hard and stressful it is, I got to keep moving forward. So there's definitely been some pain and heartaches, ups and downs with the growing pains yeah. of business and, I yeah, gotta, that's gonna come with it. Yeah, exactly. And I got to take what I can, you know, whoever I can get, whoever I can find. I obviously, try to find the best that I can. But you know, whether it's yeah. high school kids with limited availability or whatever it is, I got to use what I can to get stuff yeah. done and keep moving forward while trying to still find the right people and and kind of get things lined up the way that I want. But at least I got all the background stuff. Uh, the, the behind the scenes stuff done years ago for for doing it by yeah. myself for four years, getting my pricing right, the services that I want right, the right equipment and setup yeah. and all that kind of stuff. That route density and now it's like the whole okay, well now it's growth time and employees time and all that yeah. you know new new uh, kind of headaches at some point you know to some extent, but also <laughs> you know but but also it's 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 necessary for growth and there's also a lot of great things too when you find good people, it definitely helps make things easier and you kind of enjoy getting the job done and all that and yeah. satisfying your, your customers uh, requests and, and all that. So what, what are some of the, um, let's actually let, let's take a quick break, but, and when we get back, I want to ask, start asking you, what are some of the, the, the things that you've learned, the biggest takeaways so far, because you've been in business for, for a while now. And I think there, there's some things that you've already kind of mentioned that I wanted to focus on a little bit more and anything else that maybe you haven't mentioned that can help folks okay. maybe pivot, you know, if they need to in their business, you know, if they're either looking to grow or, or, or they're just kind of, kind of, you know, at wit's end or something with, with something particular in their business, or they just want to start out and they kind of want to learn some of this stuff to how to avoid before they kind of get stuck in it. So let's just go ahead and take a short break and we'll be right back. (laughs) 
Kanabi Outdoor Power and Terry's Small Engine are family-owned and operated and conveniently located in Midlothian, Virginia. They can provide you with the latest and best in outdoor power products to make your outdoor living more enjoyable. Combine this wide array of selections with their friendly and knowledgeable staff, and they're convinced Kanabi Outdoor Power and Terry's Small Engine will become your only stop for all of your outdoor power needs. Go to terrysmallenginerepair.com or click the link in the show notes for locations and more details. This week's rating review comes from Lucky, titled Great Content, one of my favorite podcasts, great info and guests. Well, thank you for leaving this rating and review. I appreciate all of the feedback. I will take the time every week to show this moment of gratitude by reading another rating and review. So if you haven't already, please go on Apple Podcasts and leave your rating and review so I can read it on the show. This is the LCR Media Podcast. Once again, here's your host, Naylor Taliaferro. All right, and we're back with Montrell. I'm just going to dig dig in a little bit here at, uh, and ask, uh, talk about what what are some like pitfalls and just lessons learned, I guess, you know, some 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 pros and cons uh, in business since you've been in business since basically 2015, like full time. You said right, so that's a good six years, yeah. six or seven years now yeah. going on. So, um, but you've been doing it since 2012, I guess technically sure. a little yeah. bit, yeah. So we're we're getting, yeah. getting close to 10 years of you like kind of just being in the business to some extent. So what what are some of the things that you've learned to uh, overcome and, and and make things better for you and your business? Um, just go back to what I was saying that I can't I realizing I can't do it by myself. For me, with me trying to do it by myself, it was kind of holding me back, really. And um, and when I first started the business, even thinking about business anyway, I had no clue about business. Like I. No, no one had a business. No, I never talked to nobody about starting a business. I just woke up and started one day. So, but to say that, the only thing I knew that the business was making money. So the only thing I was thinking about is just making money, making money, making money. And I won't think about documenting the money, where the money going, where the money coming from, what I'm doing with the money. I won't think about nothing about the office. I won't think about no taxes. I won't think about no CPA, no bookkeeping. Like I was just thinking about completely making money, and that's the only thing I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's good. Cause I was making money. I, I was making money, but I was spending money too. So I didn't know what I was doing with the money. Uh, how much money I was making a year? How much money I was spending? And so this last year with the COVID kind of slowed me down, and I got into church too. And church kind of slowed me down. COVID, it all came in the, like, it was just perfect timing. Like, all right, it's time for you to slow down. Yeah. Get everything straight. For- forced you to slow down. Yeah. And um, and I've just been going what I've been learning in church and just putting it towards business. Like, it goes from spiritual, relationship, business. Like, everything go to, to go together. It, everything just going so good. And, um... So what are it some just changes? Shows. What what are? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So it just shows. No, no. You uh, some the changes that happen. My uh, my girlfriend she she quit her job. She coming to work in the office, and we got the software. So and it slowed me down. I was always always wanted the accountant. I had the accountant. Just paid the accountant. 
But this year, I'm like, right, I'm going to slow down. I always wanted to go in there, just sit in there and talk to him and see what I need to do and what I need to change. And he was telling me what I need to do. And he was and about the software. I was talking to you a while about the software that you use too. Yeah. And, um, and it just make it everything more organized and, and it make it run so much smoother. So it was sure. less of, yeah, less stress. And it would just show me ways like you were just going through that because you were just trying to do it on your own. And I was, and I love to work, so I always go in the truck and work, and I get stuck on the job. Then I forget to call this customer back, so now I don't really have to do too much of that no more. I got time to like think and like declutter my brain, so I could yeah. just think and do what I need to do. And it just made it so much easier. Yeah, it sounds like it for sure. And I know a lot of times when we also when we start out, we we wear all these different hats. You know, we talk about that a lot in different. Um, different types of content that we put out, all the different hats that, that we wear as entrepreneurs and business owners. And, you know, a lot yeah. of times it's hard to let go. You know, a lot of times it's hard yeah. to slow down. A lot of times it's hard yeah. to, to stop working or whatever. You know, we want to be involved in everything. Mm-hmm. But, but it's like it's back to one of your original points, you know, you had to get out of your own way or you had to, you know, it's, it's yeah. almost we become the detriment to our business at one point where right. we need to kind of step away to a, at a certain capacity to allow the business to grow past us like you said um so so yeah but but obviously you know you need to have the right things in place you need to have the right mindset and have a plan and and um you know things like that so it sounds like you know you're you've been making some positive changes for that and um who who do you have like a crew leader someone that you know that's the biggest thing that most people are like well it's great you know you got a bunch of guys but i mean you know you got to have someone that's going to drive drive the truck and kind of be responsible for the team and and make sure they get the same standards met that i would when i'm there you know so that's kind of the biggest the biggest hurdle that most people have to go over go through uh including myself you know to to take that yeah. next leap to to be off of the, or out of the truck for a certain amount of time or all the time yeah so did, is that but what I you think, did yeah yeah and my mentor too my mentor helped a whole lot mm-hmm. and he really always was telling me it's not like you could get workers like i could come and work with with you like i've been in the business for a while but I don't know how you want to run your company, how you want to unload the truck, or how you want to cut the yard. Mm-hmm. So it's the, it it come out to the training. You got to have the proper training before you get out there and expecting them to know what how you want it, and just that your it's your just like we my mentor said as a basketball team, like we the head coach. It's my company, so I'm the head coach of the team. So I gotta. We got to train them right before you get in the truck. So, and I think it'd be more efficient for them too. So they just can go for for them and their own company to grow. Yeah, I, I agree. You've mentioned your mentor a few times. Where, wh- when did you like tell us about that? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, you don't have to say his oh, name or anything, but how did you get a mentor? Yeah. How long have you had a mentor? In case anyone might be thinking about it's that funny. for themselves. It's funny. My mentor. Actually, the Hillside Court, the contract that I got, he had that in 2017. He won that bid in 2017, but something happened. He didn't. He gave the gave the bid up, and I bid it on, and I won. So, so we was around the same people. So I had his phone number. We was talking for two weeks. Like, all right, we're gonna meet up. It's gonna rain this day. We're gonna meet up this day. And it's a it's a 
Oh, I forgot what building he had. He had a contract in the city, and I just went into the building trying to like just trying to win his contract, trying to take his contract from him, but I never seen him in person. Mm-hmm. So I go up like, hey, I'm Montreal, blah, blah, blah. We just talking and talking. We talking for 15 minutes, and he's like, oh, we've been talking on the phone for the last two weeks. It's, it's a coincidence that we met. And um, and we just been talking and on, going on and on. He actually introduced me to church, too. So we got to build a little relationship. And now, How long like, ago one was thing that? About me, oh, you said 2017? Yeah, 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2017. And and with me, like you said this before too about the long care rookie. The the reason you call yourself the rookie, rookie for like life. Like you always got to keep. <laughs> yeah, you always got to keep learning. Right. And and with me, I'm gonna ask the questions. If I don't know something, I'm gonna just keep asking the questions. And I just kept calling him, and he'll call me, ask me how I'm doing, and then we just started calling each other every morning. Like we talk every morning, six o'clock in the morning, about what we doing today. But one thing that led me to him was he was the teacher at the Richmond Technical Center for the Heart of Culture oh, for 13 okay. years. Yeah, he was the teacher for 13 years. So he knew a lot. And he'd been in business since like 86 or something like that. It was in the 80s. He had his business since the 80s. Yeah. So he was just really just there. just. So he's very like, knowledgeable and, he's got, yeah. and he had a business. So he's knowledgeable. Yeah, with that and too. he had the business. Yeah. That's and great. he just kept calling. Like I didn't ask for it; it just fell together. Yeah, but but yeah. you 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 were able to 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 see that that was a good opportunity and continue that relationship. So for sure, most definitely. Yeah, I think I think with business, I think you should be paying for a business coach or a mentor because it's it's needed. Yeah, well that that's I think why. It's essential. Yeah, that's why I wanted to touch base on that a little bit more, just because it's not every day or very often that that I that I even hear people, unless they're like at a super high level or something, you know, someone that you, yeah, you know, the Gary V's and the, uh, you know, um, uh, I forgot all the other names, but um, you know, that all the different people, yeah. like the motivational speakers or big entrepreneur, you know, business owners, you know, that other than that, you don't really hear like in our space a lot either with people talking yeah. about mentors or business coaches and stuff. But I mean, it yeah. it doesn't mean that you have to be a millionaire or have a million dollar company, you know, just yeah. to have a business coach or, you know, a, a mentor. Yeah. I mean, those things help you get to the, to those milestones. If that's what you yeah. want, if you want a million dollar or multi-million dollar business, you know, you, you probably need a co a business yeah, you coach need a, yeah. and or mentor yeah. to help you get there, you know, cause it's a lot yeah. going on. I so. think you do. I yeah. think you do. And people know they need it, but it's hard having a mentor or a business coach. Because they tell you stuff that you <laughs> yeah. need to do and that you need to change, and, and you don't want to hear like it. change. Yeah, you don't want to hear that, and yeah. that's one problem I had too with my business coach. Like the way I got my business, I actually got my business coach off Home Advisor. I used to use Home Advisor. Oh, okay, so you and have so you so that's separate from the mentor. You have an actual business yeah, coach too now. Yes, actually, yeah, I have a business coach too. Okay, so you found them off a of Home Advisor, like for, for like yeah. coaching or something. No, um service in his yard oh gotcha yeah, and, so they um, contacted you they just, contacted home advisor which contacted you to take care of his property when he have he happened yeah. to be a coach yeah and um and he was just asking me questions about how i got started it was just a random first time going out yeah i guess i'm going to his property so he want to ask just asking me questions yeah people and do then, that all the time right yeah and then i stopped to ask like what you do you live <laughs> on a lake i'm like what you do so yeah. he's telling me 
I talk on the phone for um for an hour for five hundred dollars. I'm like, yeah. So um, so I'm just think yeah, so I'm just thinking he just talking and talking. So he just sent me an email and we um just started from there. Every time I go to his I, like I make sure I I'm gonna cut his yard myself because I know I'm gonna sit there for an hour and talk. Get some extra time, like just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we just been talking and talking and that just came along too. Wow. He just emailing me stuff, just emailing. So you still take care responding. of your business coach's yard? You still take care of that? Yeah. That's but awesome. he moved, so I, I still go out there. Yeah, oh. yeah. But, but but he moved. <laughs> yeah, but, he moved um, deeper. But now he's your business coach, so it's uh, that, that that's good. Yeah, it's like seriously, like both both of those stories, your mentor and business coach, kind of like kind of like fell into your lap for lack of a better explanation. Yeah. But 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 you, yeah. but again, not to <clears throat> not to um take away from the fact that you took advantage of those opportunities too. You know what I mean? There's plenty of times where opportunities present themselves to us and we don't even see them. So at least you were able to see them, identify them as probably just the right timing and you were in the right headspace and you were able to identify those, those two situations, those two individuals and the benefit that they could have for you and potentially what you could have for them. And, you know, and, and and it all worked out and you pursued it. You you didn't get cold feet and say, I don't know. You know, you, you pursued it. You took action because that's the final step. Yeah, just a, a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. It took me a while just to listen to them and apply what they was telling me. Yeah. 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 Well, for sure. I mean, we're you know, there's there's obviously going to be some some you know yeah. uh, uneasy you know an, uh, anxiousness going on uh, about yeah. any, any new things and ex- telling people about your business and kind of you know exposing all yeah. the intimate details sometimes that you want to protect so much. You know, sometimes it's hard yeah. to have that conversation with your spouse or significant other. You know, let alone yeah. a business coach or a mentor that you might think is like judging you or something. But yeah, you got to get past that. I'm sure that's all part of the yeah, uh, part of the part of the adventure you know so that you can grow yeah yeah so speaking of significant others um i i if anyone caught it in in this podcast so far you started with girlfriend and and now wife is it the same 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 lady that you have in your life that was your girlfriend now is your wife yeah yeah it's the same lady 13 (laughs) years ago 13 years ago congratulate well how long have you been married um not 13 years right (laughs) No, not thirteen years. You've we, um, been together for thirteen years. Yeah, we we've been together for thirteen years, but we got we we just didn't do it. Yeah, it's just from the like You got too. recently married, right? You recently got married and yeah. ha- have a baby, right? Yeah, yeah. We two years ago. He's two years. Yeah. He's two now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was just it was just a lot, and just and then business too. Just seeing the money. I don't know. It was just weddings. It was just a lot. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, there's no yeah. need to rush that kind of stuff if if it's yeah. not not right. You know, the main thing is you guys are together and you're on the same page and you're communicating. But yeah. I just want to say congratulations. You know, that's uh, yeah, just to your baby and you know your uh, your marriage, obviously. And because I think at the time yeah. that I met you, you didn't have. I don't think you were married. Yeah, we were just engaged. Definitely did. We just yeah, engaged. that's what it was. You were engaged and you didn't yeah. have a baby yet. So a lot's yeah. changed since then. So, I mean, just want to live on the air, you know, congratulate you and let everybody know a little yeah. bit more perspective. So you're a family man, you know, as well, yeah. uh, you know, moved yeah. into a house, you know, away from the apartment complex that you were at and still growing your yeah. business and still hitting the ground running. So 
What yeah. are some What are some future goals um, that that you have for your business? I know you've been dabbling around with some tree work, and you know you you were saying some other things of just kind of getting more residential properties. What What do you got going on for the future of Browns um, Law and Order? We kind of we got a lot going on right now. That's what it looks like on social media. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot going on. We've been digging into social media a lot, trying to clean up. We've been cleaning up the social media with the marketing and everything. And, you know, I, know, I always told you I never marketed my company since I've been in business. Right. So, yeah, so we started marketing in, like, September, October. That's when we started. So we could try to market this year. We're going to add... We're, you're trying to hire. I want to hire at least 20 people this year. Wow. Yeah. And, um, I just want to keep growing. I want to add everything. Yeah. As in like the um, fertilizing treatments, just different crews, landscaping crews, grass cutting crews. We, we got a commercial crew and a residential crew right now. Okay. But we're just trying to keep growing from there. Um, We're trying to have a just a complete fertilizing team just kind of break everything down like i was telling you mm-hmm. just putting the teams in place to make it run easier mm-hmm. instead of everybody just trying to do everything right yeah, yeah so i'm starting to, just, to start and do that myself trying to identify you know key people yeah. for key things and, and start doing yeah. that myself yeah. so yeah um yeah cause, go ahead yeah uh, now nah, um I'll, you can go ahead what um what what are you looking for a certain like um uh, a certain amount of revenue a year that you're trying to get to? Like some people are like, oh, I want to I want to have a million dollar business, or is there a certain number of crews that that you want to have? Or I mean, you know, what what is there? What's like the end goal, or what what is you know we we all say that we want to grow our business, but usually you know there's some sort yeah. of goal there. Yeah, um, we pushing for a million. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah, we trying to push for a million. So are you like breaking that yeah, down with your business coach? Like, what does that look like? How many crews do I think we have? Or, or I mean, do I think we, that we'll need and what kind of services are we going to offer to get to that? Yeah. Um, just no, just me and my own, my wife at home. Just, we just be talking a lot. Mm-hmm. We doing numbers. Um, just, I'm, I'm big with numbers. Like I'll, like in school, like I, that was the only subject that I ever wanted to do. Like I had a rough school, mm-hmm. didn't do school good, but I always did numbers real good. And that's how I started and in getting into the lawn care from making a dollar a minute. So I started playing with the numbers and um, we were just sitting in the house during the co- um, COVID time quarantine, just playing with the numbers and just saying what we need, how many crews we need. Oh, starting from, um, we can start from the March season, how many yards in March we need how many treatments, customers we need, then we're going to the grass, how many yards we need to cut, how many leaf cleanups we need to do, how many aerations we need. So we just been breaking everything down that way. Then just start seeing the numbers. And then it was just looking so easy. And that go from when I was saying, like me trying to do everything myself, everything was so unorganized. So I just broke everything down, put the teams in place, and it made everything so much smoother, mm-hmm. make the vision so much brighter. And and just could see everything now. Yeah, that's awesome. That's the, yeah. obviously things are getting more clear, like you said. So that's that that's definitely a, a success story in the making there. So thanks thanks for sharing everything for sure. Yeah. Uh, what, what what are you guys doing now? Like what 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 are you guys working on? March or what's what's going on? Yeah, we uh, we ready to start working on March now. We actually started on Monday is the first. Yeah, we're gonna start 
we we would have started <laughs> February the fifteenth, but uh, but, <laughs> but everything's covered in ice and snow. <laughs> yeah. I know. I try, we're all on the yeah. same page. I'm like, man, I'm yeah. like behind the eight ball right now. <laughs> we did our first mulch job yesterday. I'm like, come on, man. We're normally yeah. like a week or two in at this point, but yeah, it, I, I've been waiting on you to um start the pitch too with the March Madness. Oh. You throw that out every yeah, year. yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't uh, done that yet because it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's been, it's been a, been a rough start here in, uh, in yeah. the Central Virginia yeah. area. But I, I think things are going to warm up quick. I think the weather's going to break fast. It's going to jump yeah. on us, so we got to be prepared. So that's why I've been trying to yeah. hurry up and every opportunity I can start, uh, start getting things done uh, and, and get, yeah. get back on schedule. I guess so. But yeah, <laughs> but we, we should be good. I have, like I said, I have two good part time guys. So as long as I keep them happy and and you know that they're, yeah. they keep doing a yeah, good job. And, yeah, we work together and we'll we'll just keep growing that way. And I'll probably try and find another person if I can get enough to hundred percent max out one crew and then maybe start a second crew, just me and one other guy, and just start you know knocking yeah. out some lawns and start going that way. But uh, but yeah, yeah so. But thank you for for your time today and and listening to your your full story and getting kind of caught up to speed and uh, hopefully everyone that's listening could get some value out out of all that because there's a lot of value there and um yeah. and I wish you all the all the best and success and I know I'll see you around for sure and good luck with everything with mulch season. <laughs> yes, yeah, hey. Good luck to you too, man. Yeah, thanks thanks for having or thanks for taking the time uh to be on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey guys, before you head out, if you could do me a quick favor and go on the podcasting app that you're listening to this episode on and click follow or subscribe, it would mean a lot. Thanks. Mr. Producer here, and if you're enjoying Naylor's podcast, I recommend you head on over to his YouTube channel at LCR and see what else he's doing for the community and become a part of the LCR Media Network. Just click join next to the subscribe button and you'll have instant access to exclusive training videos, a private Facebook group to network with other members, and live streams with Naylor. You'll get access to every YouTube video before anybody else does, and you can even schedule Zoom one-on-one video calls with the Lawn Care Rookie and talk about anything you may need help with in your business, like best types of equipment, going part-time to full-time, how to get the best route density, finding your ideal clients, finding employees, or just anything else you need help with. Again, all of this exclusive access is for LCR Media Network members only. Just click join next to the subscribe button on the LCR YouTube channel and be a rookie for life. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.